I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Wednesday, July 27th. Dozens of people are displaced today after an overnight fire in Roxbury. Fire started just before midnight at a building on Northampton Street. At one point, flames were shooting from the roof of the five-story building. Crews were able to stop the fire from spreading to the lower floors. Firefighters said units inside the building sustained water damage. The residents displaced are being assisted by the Red Cross. No injuries were reported. The cause of the fire is under investigation. No one was hurt yesterday morning when a crane tipped over and landed on a building under construction in Dorchester. It happened around 10 a.m. in the area of Dorchester Avenue. The crane toppled over and landed on wooden framing on the second floor. A truck driver told investigators he had just dropped off a truck loaded with construction material from Canada when the machine went down. Boston Inspectional Services said it appears the crane operator neglected to place counterweights to stabilize the crane, and it tipped once it was fully extended. Crews worked to separate the crane from the framing work. Larger cranes were brought in to upright the toppled crane. The project under construction will eventually be a five-story complex with apartments, a market, restaurant, and parking. The investigation is ongoing, and OSHA has been notified. A long-standing auto repair business in Quincy is closing. Abden's Auto Repair on Beale Street in Wollaston will close for good today. James Abden says he has decided to retire after 46 years in business to spend more time with his two grandchildren. Abden's father started the business, and then Jim went to work with his father after graduating from the former Quincy Voc Tech. Abden says he always wanted to work on cars and feels blessed to have been able to do what he loves. Abden says he will miss his customers, thank them for their many years of support. Abden's is located on Beale Street in Wollaston, right next to the Wollaston Fire Station. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch says it would cost at least $200 million for Boston to rebuild the Long Island Bridge. Koch says he will continue to oppose the bridge plans and is not concerned about the legal costs associated with that fight. This week, the state Supreme Court ruled that Boston can have one of the permits it needs to rebuild the bridge. The 83rd Quincy Bay Race Week Sailing Competition kicks off today. Eight local yacht clubs are sponsoring this year's event in Quincy Bay. The four-day event begins today with junior racing, and the event concludes on Sunday. Massachusetts lawmakers approving a sweeping abortion bill yesterday aimed in part at building a firewall to protect access to the procedure after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last month. The bill would protect abortion providers and people seeking abortions from actions taken by other states, including blocking the governor from extraditing anyone charged in another state unless the acts for which extradition was sought would be punishable by Massachusetts law. The bill also states that access to reproductive and gender-affirming health care services is a right protected by the Massachusetts Constitution, requires the state's Medicaid program known as MassHealth to cover abortions, allows over-the-counter emergency contraception to be sold in vending machines, and requires public colleges and universities to create medication abortion readiness plans for students. 
Another item in the bill addresses the question of permitting an abortion for a pregnancy that has lasted 24 weeks or longer. Legislation to ban discrimination based on natural and protective hairstyles, such as afros, cornrows, or tightly coiled twists in workplaces, school districts, and school-related organizations in Massachusetts, was signed into law yesterday by Governor Baker. Black women in particular have faced pressure in school and on the job to alter their hair to conform to policies that are biased against natural hairstyle, according to supporters of the new law. The bill had been unanimously approved by the Democrat-controlled House and Senate. The new law defines natural and protective hairstyles as including braids, locks, twists, bantu knots, and other formations, and tasks the Massachusetts Commission Against Discrimination with enforcing those protections. Policies that limit or prohibit natural hairstyles in all school districts are now banned. The law also prohibits hair discrimination in employment, business, advertising, and public spaces. Massachusetts is the 18th state to adopt a version of the bill known as the Crown Act into law. Red flags and a risk of rip currents didn't stop people from getting into the water at a busy Massachusetts beach, which has closed in recent days because of shark and jellyfish sightings. Swimmers and surfers were seen enjoying the waves at Horseneck Beach in Westport. Currents and a giant man-of-war sighting forced the closure of the beach to swimmers on Monday. The animals are closely related to jellyfish, with tentacles that can grow to 100 feet and deliver painful stings. Earlier in the month, a shark was spotted by a lifeguard, causing another closure of the beach. The water reopened yesterday, but the strong currents continued. Officials remind swimmers anyone who gets caught in a rip current should swim parallel to the shore to escape. A 16-year-old from Duxbury says he is now the youngest person ever to sail solo across the Atlantic from the U.S. to Europe. Despite growing up in a sailing family, Cal Courier himself didn't know how to tie a knot or hoist a sail until a few months ago. Courier started taking sailing lessons and fixing up an old boat. In June, the teen set sail from Marion, rounded the Cape, then headed east across 3,000 miles of open ocean. During the trip, Courier fought against sleep deprivation and a nearby storm that kicked up rough seas. He said the biggest challenge was being by himself, with only sporadic satellite connections to his family and no phone. He says reading Greek philosophy helped pass the time alone at sea. After four weeks, with the sun rising over Portugal, Courier pulled into port, and reunited with his family. Cal is not sure if he'll cross any more oceans. For now, he says his next adventure will be junior year of high school. Yet another report finds that Massachusetts has the best schools in the country. A new survey from Wallet Hub puts the Commonwealth at the top of the ranking of states with the best and worst public school systems. Massachusetts had the highest math and reading test scores. Tied for first in ACT scores, it also had the lowest percentage of threatened or injured high school students. Connecticut, New Jersey, Virginia, and Maryland rounded up the top five. New Hampshire came in sixth. New Mexico schools were at the bottom of the list. Wallet Hub says it 
based its rankings on quality and safety factors, including graduation rate, test scores, student-to-teacher ratio. U.S. News and World Report is out with its annual ranking of the nation's best hospitals. Two in Boston make up the top 20. Massachusetts General Hospital is 8th, and Brigham and Women's is 14th on the magazine's 2022-2023 Best Hospitals Honor Roll. Last year, Mass General came in 5th, while the Brigham was in the same spot. The Brigham was also ranked 4th in cancer treatment again through its association with the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Earlier this year, Mass General received approval from the state for a $2 billion expansion project in downtown Boston. Mayo Clinic took the top spot for the seventh year in a row. The ranking is based on ratings for 20 benchmark procedures in 15 specialty care areas. This year, new ratings cover ovarian, prostate, and uterine cancer surgery. Fenway Park will have a different look next season. Insurance company John Hancock will not renew its sponsorship deal with the Red Sox at the end of this year. And as a result, the signature John Hancock logo above the scoreboard in center field will be coming down when the season ends. The sign's been in place at Fenway Park for 30 years. Check of business news. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 228 points. NASDAQ fell 220 and the S&P dropped 45. Asian stocks followed Wall Street lower as traders prepared for a possible sharp interest rate hike by the Fed to cool inflation. Dollar and the euro are up. Oil at $95 a barrel. Sports. Cleveland beat the Red Sox 8-3. Series continues at Fenway tonight at 710. The National Weather Service forecast. Today, mostly sunny and warm with a high of 87 degrees. For tonight, partly cloudy, low 58. Tomorrow, hazy, warm, and humid with an isolated storm, high of 89. Friday, hazy, warm, and humid with a storm, high of 87. Sunny, 85 on Saturday. The boater waves about a foot. Northwest wind at 5 knots becomes easterly later today. High tide, 1140 a.m. Sunrise, 531, set at 8.08. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Updates for Wednesday, July 27th.